Hi guys, I'm Lainey Travis, and I want to welcome you to the Gospel on the Go podcast. If you're anything like me, your day-to-day life is busy and your schedule sporadic. So finding time to connect with God during the day can be challenging. This podcast offers short, power-packed Bible messages in under 10 minutes, making it easy to incorporate God's Word into your day-to-day life. So whether you're commuting to work, carpooling kids to soccer, folding that last load of laundry, or sitting in a waiting room, Gospel on the Go will meet you where you are and make it easy to connect with God and feed your soul. Gospel on the Go will air a new episode every Monday and bring the truths of the Bible into your busy life. Hi guys, welcome to episode 10 of my podcast, Gospel on the Go. This week is titled Water into Wine. Today, we're gonna talk about the first miracle that Jesus performed when he began his earthly ministry. And in this miracle, Jesus turned water into wine. We will examine why he performed this miracle and what it means for us. I'm going to begin by reading the story in John 2, 1 through 11. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so, and the master of the banquet tasted the water that had now been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. Then he called the bridegroom aside and said, Everyone brings out the choice wine first, and then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. But you have saved the best till now. What Jesus did here in Cana of Galilee was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. This is a beautiful story, and from this story, I'm going to pull out three points. Number one, Jesus came to a party. Number two, Jesus saved the party. And number three, Jesus became the life of the party. So Jesus came to a party. Why did he come? In John 2, 2, it says, because he was invited. When we invite Jesus into our lives, he comes. What were they celebrating? A wedding in Cana. Cana was a town around eight miles from Nazareth, Jesus's hometown. Weddings are a celebrated sacred event in any culture. But in the Jewish culture, the wedding celebration would last for days. Weddings were a huge deal for the Jewish people and the whole village would participate in the celebration. At this point in Jesus's earthly ministry, he had not yet performed any signs or wonders. He was in the beginning of his ministry, and he and his disciples came to this wedding. In John 2, 3, the Bible says, When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. In any culture, it would be embarrassing to run out of wine at a wedding. But in the Jewish community, it was not only embarrassing, it would bring shame upon the family. It violated the Jewish laws of hospitality. Mary, Jesus' mother, was involving Jesus in this dilemma, wanting to protect this family from shame. And Jesus responds to her in an unusual manner in John 2, 4. He says, woman, why do you involve me? My hour has not yet come. His answer seems kind of cold. Let's take a closer look at what he's saying. I want to focus on his words, my hour. Anytime in the Bible, Jesus says my hour, he is referring to his death and resurrection. Let's look at a few examples. In John 7, 30, at this they tried to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him because his hour had not yet come. In John 13, 1, it was just before the Passover festival, Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave the world and go to the Father. John 17, 1. Father, the hour has come, Jesus said. Glorify your son that your son may glorify you. Jesus came to die for our sins and rise again. And in doing this, he covers our shame for good. When Jesus tells his mother that his hour had not yet come, he is referring to a future event. He's seeing a bigger picture. 
He's no longer talking about the immediate wine issue. Mary's trying to save the party and the family from shame, and this hits a nerve with Jesus. It reminds him of his mission. It's the reason he came to earth. He is saying, I can't officially cover everyone's shame yet. My mission is not yet complete. Of course he can fix the wine problem, but this was a painful reminder of what he couldn't yet do. In John 2, 5, Mary is not offended by his response, and she says to the servants, do whatever he tells you. She trusted him completely. Mary invited him in on the problem and trusted him with the results. When you invite Jesus into your life, your heart, your circumstances, he will show up. And like Mary, you can trust him to do whatever he tells you. Point number two, Jesus saves the party. In John 2, 6 through 9, it said, Nearby stood six stone water jars, and these jars were used by the Jews for ceremonial cleansing. Each stone pot could hold around 20 to 30 gallons. In the Jewish culture, the water that was stored in these stone pots was used for a ceremonial washing. It's no coincidence that Jesus used these pots to perform his first miracle. He told the servants to fill them with water, and they filled them to the brim. Then he told them to draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. When they did this, it had been turned to wine. Jesus changed the water in the pots into wine, but this wine was better than the original. It was new wine. New wine is a metaphor of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was giving the disciples a picture of what he came to bring, the new covenant of grace. He came to bring a covenant that was better than the old. He came to bring the purification of his spirit. These water pots would no longer be needed for the purification or cleansing purposes. The Holy Spirit purifies us from the inside out. In the Old Testament, Moses is a prototype of Christ. When he performed his first plague to Pharaoh in Egypt, he turned water into blood. Blood in that miracle of Moses brought death, symbolizing the law and the old sacrificial system, the old covenant. Jesus turning water into wine symbolizes the new covenant that brings life and grace. The new wine of his spirit saves us from sins and brings eternal life. He wants us to drink in the new wine of his spirit and be cleansed from sin and free from the law of sin and death. We live today under the new covenant of his spirit. In 2 Corinthians 3, 6, the Bible says, He has enabled us to be ministers of his new covenant. This is a covenant not written of laws, but of the spirit. The old covenant ends in death, but under the new covenant, the spirit brings life. Jesus saved the party by turning water into wine. He saves us when we drink in his spirit. We're purified from the inside out and we're saved by grace. Number three, Jesus is the life of the party. The party was about to die, but Jesus brings dead things to life. This miracle also gives us a picture of what Christ came to bring. He came to bring abundant life. In John 10, 10, the Bible says, I came that they may have life and that they may have it in abundance. Jesus is the true life of the party. He is the reason we celebrate. There were approximately 120 gallons of wine at this wedding. And God isn't suggesting that we get drunk on wine or overindulge. The Bible says, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery, overindulgence. Instead, be filled with the spirit, the new wine, Ephesians 5.18. These gallons symbolize the abundance that Jesus brings. He gives us his spirit without limit. He fills us to the full. There's more than enough in Christ. Let's close today and review what this miracle means for us. When we invite Jesus into our lives, into our circumstances, he comes. Then Jesus saves us by covering our shame. When we drink in the new wine of his spirit, the Holy Spirit, Jesus gives us eternal life and life in abundance. Jesus is the life of our party. Thank you for taking time to listen to the Gospel on the Go podcast. And I pray these Bible teachings bring the life-changing power of God's word into your everyday life. 